What's up, people? Michael here with the Rare Petrol Podcast, bringing you another edition of a... Not around the base in 180 seconds. Those are coming later. Those are coming later. What in the heck just happened in oil and gas for June 10th, 2019? We're back. We're live on YouTube about 11.26 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. If you're listening to this on the podcast, it'll probably be Thursday afternoon or Friday morning. And it's a yeah, pretty light week, honestly. We'll get into it here in a little bit. But first, just a little bit of clerical work. Please subscribe to everything on our social media channels. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. We are on everything. Our YouTube channel. Please go ahead and check uh, subscribe to us. We really appreciate all of. Uh, we really appreciate everyone who's reached out to us. We appreciate everybody who's interacted with the show. Email me at rare at podcast at rarepetro dot com. Okay, that's kind of all the clerical work. Really, what we got for this week is is pretty easy. We have some sideways trading for oil. Goldman Sachs speaks. Some API. Some EIA builds. There's an. Tanker Explosion, we have our trading channel of the week, which actually comes in on our long-term chart over here, which we'll get to in a little bit. And then we'll kind of let you guys get out of this. So let's go ahead and dive into it. So really what happened this week was a, kind of a super muddled week. Monday we opened up at 54.60, currently trading at 52.19. So you can see there's about, been about a $2 drop at least from open on Monday now to where we are trading here about Thursday. And and, and really the, sort of the cause of that was just some supply concerns from OPEC. Really prices were a little were little changed Monday, Tuesday mostly. They were just weighted by concern about a global economic slowdown. Um, there's all of these expectations that OPEC is going to extend their supply curbs, but the problem is there just keeps being more and more oil being dumped out on the market. We keep seeing builds. So while, yes, we do see a slight, you know, sort of running down of this, you know, really from a dollar change over two days isn't actually that much when you consider when you talk about what happened Wednesdays with all of our API, Tuesday night and Wednesday with all of our API builds, you know, just absolute evisceration of the price. So when we move it, so Monday, you, you know, so Monday, Tuesday, really price just pretty much drops. 54.67 was the open. And by the time Tuesday, API numbers drop 53.35. So like I said, not much movement. API numbers drop. And we have a 4.8 million build, which was kind of, which was not quite around expectations. But remember the API is that there are no real market expectations really for the API, but that number coming out on a build, as you can see, really drove down that price there. They're at about 215. We can see it right there. Boom. You can see it right there. Nice. Eh, with a 20 pips. That would have been a nice, would have been a nice little trade there for about 20 pips. Um, and then as we move into Wednesday, really the big thing that happened Wednesday was two things. First, Goldman Sachs came out and spoke. They had a really interesting, interesting, very interesting quote. And, and, and really the quote was, at a minimum, these results are going to keep traders on the sidelines and more likely pressing crude. Uh pressing crude until it stops going down. And the reason why they came out and said that was because there was these huge supply builds, as we talk about the API, 2.2 million build. There was a forecasted to be a $500,000 draw. So Goldman Sachs comes out and basically says, at a minimum, these results are going to keep traders on the sidelines or more likely pressing crude until it stops going down. So it's going to continue. So basically what they're telling us is when these API numbers come out and there's a huge build, all of these traders are going to stay on the sidelines, which just allows you to see this volume right here, just allows the volume to stay super low and boom, just drove that price down on Wednesday. When Wednesday turned around and it opened on its session, Wednesday oil was trading at 52.87. Six hours late, or uh, by the end of the day, it was trading all the way down at 50. 
basically it ended up at about 50.98 so about a $2 movement in the price just off of a 2.2 million dollar EIA bill and the Goldman Sachs coming out and basically, you know, the outlook on the on the market is basically that 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 this that this is only going to get worse if we keep expecting there to be draws but instead, we keep seeing all of these builds. So it's just an incredible back and forth. Oil, as you can see, is just swinging around. So Wednesday brings us all the way down. And by the time the, the session closed yesterday, oil was all the way down, basically in the 50s. Now it's really, and as we all know, everything can change like a dime. And this morning, there was actually an insane explosion that happened on two Iran tankers that actually spiked oil prices about 2%. As you can see, it ran up from where it was trading about $51 even all the way up to the high was trading about 53, 53.60. So there was about a, a, a overall, you know, let's go with a three you know, more of a 3% movement. It settled back down now into the 2%. Um, there was two tankers, one in the front of Altair and the, and the Kukalacha uh, Courageous have seen significant damage in the Gulf of Oman and both of their crews have been evacuated. These strikes come against a backdrop of heightened tension between the United States and Iran and really follow last month's attacks on four tanker ships in the Middle East, which were called terrorism by both governments. So, yeah, you know, we have it all week. We have an insane... We have all of these bearish form. We have all of these bearish signals. Builds on the API. Builds on the EIA. Uh, you know, Goldman Sachs coming out saying, regardless of whether or not OPEC continues these supply cuts, we're going to continue to see a rise. But then all of a sudden, we have a couple explosions on the tankers, and oil basically rebounds right back into the heart of its right rebounds back right now into the heart of its volume bench. So just you never know what you're going to get on a daily basis, and it's part of the reason why I enjoy oil trading so much. All right, let's go ahead and jump now to our long-term chart. As you can see, we begin to fill in a big bottom bench here. And the reason why I want to jump over to our longer-term chart is because I want to bring up, this is our trading channel of the week. Normally, I take a look and I, and, and I try to pick something on the actual chart that I enjoy. The best thing I'm seeing right now is actually a volume bench trade on, a long, on our long-term chart. If you're listening on the podcast, I encourage you to go check us out on YouTube. You'll be able to see it right here. Basically, there's a volume bench that Block that blockades this trade from 54.37 all the way down to about 50, 51 dollars. So there's a three dollar movement where, as you can see, starting uh, basically the beginning of the month, we've just had violent swings back and forth. Right now, we're kind of trading in the middle, so I don't know if there's anything going on right now. But this is honestly looking back, this is kind of my benchmark right now until something insane happens and it busts out. This is kind of the trading range that I would look at, and that's this week's trading channel of the week. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys get back to work. Thank you for checking out what in the heck just happened in oil and gas for June 10th, 2019 here on the Bird Petrol Podcast. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for helping me out modernize the oil field. <laughs>